never duplicated the greatest show on dirt, the Advanced Auto Parts World of Outlaws. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to Dirt World. As always, we're here for you on Wednesday nights on RealRacingUSA.com. As always, with my good friend Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. We're here to give you all the information we've got on dirt motorsports throughout the great uh, state of Florida and certainly nationally. We've got a big program as we are keeping pace with our promise to you, the listener, on Real Racing USA, that we are bringing you top-rated talent each and every Wednesday night. Billy, another all-star lineup. Yeah, we got a big lineup tonight. Uh, we're going to have the Dublisowski on a little bit here, and then uh, Roger Krause, who picked up the modified win Friday night of Ocala, and then we're going to have Joe Kong, the late model winner from Saturday Night Evolution. So, yeah, we'll get those three wrapped up in here, and we'll have another show and put another put another lap in the book. And speaking of putting laps in the book, we are only one week away from putting the wraps on the 2008 UMP Dirt Car Sanctioned Racing Season at Volusia Speedway Park. Final points night is on Saturday night, September 20th, as we will decide the 2008 champions. Now, a couple of these races in their respective divisions, they are indeed uh, pretty much sewn up. But the majority of them, I think four of these, Billy, I mean, these could come right down to the wire. Yeah, we got a, a very good uh, last night schedule here. And like you said, you have three or four guys that can still pull out a championship here with a good run on Saturday night. So uh, it'll be something to see. Um, I think uh, I think the sportsman deal is locked up, and I think the mini stock deal is locked up. But I'm not sure about the other ones. I don't, I don't really have to pay much attention to it. In national news, last Wednesday's guest Shane Clanton, the Locust Grove Lightning from Locust Grove, Georgia, coming off a big win, his first in the World 100. He did it again, ladies and gentlemen. Picked up the win Saturday night at I-55 Speedway. Kenny Schrader's speed plant in Peebley, Missouri. Uh, just a monumental battle over Chubb Frank in World of Outlaws Late Model Action. Yeah, another big show at the uh, for Shane Clan. Another big win for him. He's been on a roll. I think he's won like three in a row. And uh, you know, it kind of wouldn't hurt. Kind of wouldn't hurt. We could have probably had him on again tonight, but you can't keep counting the same thing. Uh, also, United Dirt Late Model Challenge Series is running at Golden Isles, and uh, Tyler Ivey picked up the big win there. About time for the young man right there. I mean, he certainly showed a lot of promise in 2008, and uh, we've seen him battle Johnny Collins more than once. Johnny, uh, uh, coincidentally, he did finish in the second spot uh, on Saturday night in uh, uh, Frankie Lloyd's speed plant up there in Golden Isles in Brunswick, Georgia. But a big weekend of motorsports, and, of course, still a lot to go here in 2008, with the exception of our putting the wraps on the uh, points out of Volusia Speedway Park uh, on Saturday night, still uh, – Two or three special shows trying to put together out there. Yeah, going to put a show together, I believe, uh, for October, one for November, and then the weekend of PRI. Going to have a show that weekend. I think it's a uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday night deal. And, uh, you know, still got a lot of racing to go to Ocala Speedway. We race up through November and uh, Thanksgiving weekend. supposed to be a big 5,000 win hobby stock deal. And still looking forward to the Halloween night. Halloween night on the Ocala Speedway will be the lids off spectacular 50. Uh, take the lids off the late models. They'll race for 3,000, be a 50 lap deal. And, Everybody I talk to is, man, everybody's excited about that thing, and uh, well, that's just right around the corner. And speaking of uh, Ocala, that action uh, with, the, uh, of course, the uh, lids-off event, you've got a fall brawl you're putting together for the Modified, so you guys are pretty busy over there. A week from this Friday, uh, we're going to put together, Mike's already put together, actually, a race 1,500 to win for the mods, and it should be a good show. We had 23 mods there Friday night, so a lot of guys were shaking them down for it, and then, and I'm sure we'll get way more than that for this film. I'm expecting around the 40-car mark. Love for you to join us tonight, folks. It's simple to do. If you've got a question for us, perhaps a comment, or uh, when we do, in fact, get uh, Danny Losowski, Roger Krause, and Joe Kump 
on the line tonight. If you feel uh, you'd like to ask them a question or perhaps uh, join us tonight with a comment, it's easy to do. And, uh, and your email, just drop us one. We've got it pulled up right now. It is dirtworldshow at yahoo.com. Once again, our email here, and we check it frequently throughout the program, it is dirtworldshow at yahoo.com. We'd love to hear from you tonight. You know, we, we, we've been trying to do this thing for a driver spotlight, and we've had a few people say maybe you ought to try some local drivers. So that's what we did tonight. We're, we're, we're going to have Roger Krause, like I said. We'll have Joe Trump. We'll kick it off and see how that goes. Maybe this to get the local people interested. But we still want the driver spotlight deal. I mean, and, and we'll do it like this. If we, if we select yours or pick yours, we'll have you on the show with us. I mean, that's what we're here for, and that's what we want to do. And, you know, without a doubt, we'll still continue the big guests. you got a lot of big things coming up the first uh like the first uh, weekend in November, you got the uh, the World of Outlaw Finals at the Charlotte. Ball World Finals, that's right, second annual. You know, you got all that stuff coming. You still got the Knoxville Nationals coming for the uh, for the late models and stuff like that. So, uh, you know, we'll get we'll get going here and we'll see, finish out the season uh, on a big note. Absolutely, but uh, once again, simple to do, folks. Dirt World Show at yahoo.com. I was uh, uh, kind of laughed earlier this afternoon when we talked on the phone, Billy. You said, "Heck, just call Joe, have him drive over. He lives probably." Uh, as the crow flies, less than a mile from here. That he would have been great to have him sit in. He lives right behind <laughs> us here. We could, you know, I was, Joe, Joe's one of them type of, you don't know what to expect. You don't know you don't. You don't know if he want to do it or if he, you know. That's right. But uh, Joe had a good run Saturday Yes, night. he did. Uh, Joe coming off a of world. He went to the World 100 to watch, and as he does every year, he spent some time up there, and that's good to get away. And we were talking Saturday, and he's like, I said, man, I want to go just once because I've never been. He said, go in two years. It's the 40th annual, so I think that's what I'm going to push for. Well, let's plan it. Let's plan it. A Dirt World show uh, pilgrimage to Eldora. I'm, yeah. I'm up for that, my man. Eldora. I am up for that, no doubt about it. I mean, I'll drive. Yeah. You know. uh, John Rankin, what can you say? This guy in the number 53 showed up at Volusia for probably a handful of times in 2008. Matter of fact, I think this was his maybe fourth time after putting together – the new late model, just had a great run going. Uh, David Clegg ran extremely well. Wayne Shugart running very well. The track really came into these guys. And Bo Allen. Yeah, Bo Allen running very good. The team real code number 71. But, uh, uh, you know, with problems for John Rankin pulling off the racetrack earlier, David Clegg uh, tangling with Wayne Shugart pretty much handed it to Joe. But you, you've got to be there. You know, this is uh, it, it's said so many times in motorsports, you've got to be in that position. Joe was. And, of course, uh, I don't discount that one bit. He did a fantastic job. It was a good run for, for Joe Comp. Joe Comp had a – I mean, he had a huge night Saturday, and it was good to see Joe pick up the win. Doughboy had a really good run, too, on the bottom, and I think it, it went away a little bit on him. But, you know, if the deal with Clegg hadn't happened and Rankin hadn't broken it, it's hard to say who would have been the winner, but I think Rankin had pretty much had him covered. They said the rear end broke in the car. So a little bit of bad luck for John Rankin there. He's had that thing going to – He's had it going at uh, Ocala as well, and I'm sure he'll have it there this Friday. But, uh, man, he was on a roll. Most definitely. Most definitely. Now, as we wrap up the 2008 season here in the South uh, and, of course, throughout the country, you know, the northern states, they're going to kind of really start gearing down. We want to bring you some big block modified uh, action over the next couple of programs, perhaps, as Super Dirt Week is right around the corner. This, of course, is big. Orange County Fairgrounds, the big uh, uh, the one-mile very neat event in, in its own right, and uh, we certainly plan on bringing you some guests, uh, perhaps some drivers uh, in the Advanced Auto Parts Super Dirt Car, uh, big block modifieds over the next couple of weeks, and uh, maybe, uh, you know, some people involved with that. I talk to Tom uh, Skibinski quite frequently. He does all their PR. 
uh, you know, he's very involved, very engaged in the Advanced Auto Parts Super Dirt Series. But uh, that's just something uh, we want to bring you before the end of the, the 2008 season. Yeah, I think the Super Dirt Week would be something neat to go to as well. But I think uh, we can pick up about any guests from that that we want or anybody that we need at the time, you know. And I know a few guys that are going to that thing, and, uh, and, and I think uh, – like you said, we'll bring a couple of big walks. It'd be cool to have Brett Hearn on the show. And uh, absolutely, that's like, that's very possible. You know, maybe like a fuller. Absolutely, like tried to get Billy Decker. Had a date uh, uh, a couple of weeks ago. Nonetheless, we'll see what happens we'll there. Scratch him off the list. Yeah, we will do that. Uh, Billy, let's take a minute here and, and talk about some racing here in in Florida, in a particular division, the mini stocks. I mean, uh, a lot of changes going on in this right now, and you see Ocala in Volusia Speedway. Working together, and this, of course, is, is best manifested in the sprint car deal that, that right. was just taking place. It went very well, but, you know, the mini stocks, we've got a pair of drivers at Volusia that Travis Stats, of course, looking to follow up a 2007 championship. His dad's got the 08 championship wrapped up. They step up each and every Saturday night. They're on top of their game. This is detrimental, unfortunately, because other competitors feel they can't come and they don't even have a chance. That's how good the stats are. What do you do? I think there's there's only one thing that people have to realize is that um, they are good in many stocks. Um, I mean, Charlie Stats has been doing many stock stuff for years. I mean, uh, you know, you, no matter what, you're going to have the same scenario that you still got to come and outrun them, and it's hard to go. It's hard to go to where they're good at every week and outrun them. You know, and, and I think the, the problem falls back to, you know, they they yeah you know, they they may work on their stuff, and other people must maybe may say they're doing something different. But let's face it, they've been outrun this year. Yes, All they wrong. They they won like five or six in a row. But we did see an individual come here that never stepped foot on the racetrack before, and he did outrun them. Jason and Tapa. So Let's just so, call him who he is. So I think you I think they can be outrun, and and I said this a couple of years ago at at, at Palaka when I was up there. You know, you you're gonna need you need guys to come in. You need different cars to come in, and and. And the worst is you're going to get – it's going to be nice when you're going to outrun them. There's going to be nice that you're not. Um, I mean, you know, as far as the situation with the stats, I think it just falls back to experience in many stocks. It was the same way with Jimmy Hefner. Jimmy Hefner was running hobby stock cars, and he'd been racing hobby stock cars for 20 years, and everybody always complained. But, you know, eventually everybody got around them. You know, and, and, I, and you could go back, too, with, you know, with, with the success that Grady's having. I mean, Grady's paid his dues in the, in the hobby stock class, and, he, and, he's, and he's starting to come around where, you know, he's getting the hang of things, and, 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 he's, and he's become a driver, and, and I think that's what it is. That's, I only think, I really just think it's totally experience. I remember when Travis Stats first started at Volusia in the mini stock. He was a mid-pack, backpack of the car, and everybody had to realize with the last name Stats, he's going to get pretty good here, and when he does, it's going to be, you know, it's going to be a problem. But, you know, I just think, like I said before, I think you – they can be outrun. They've been outrun before. I just think that it's, it's hard to outrun. Like, like I said, Kyle Busch, nobody likes Kyle Busch. We're not, we're not here to talk There's about asphalt racing. 50 but cars trying to you. qualify. Yeah, thank you. But, I mean, he won eight races in a row and this and that or eight races all year or whatever. But, you know, I, I think um, without beating around it anymore, I think that's what it falls down to. I think it falls down to their experience there, their mini-stock experience, and that's it. You know, And that's just what it is. But, right. you know, if it scares guys off, oh, well. Yeah. Um, Talk about 2009. Volusia Speedway Park, uh, you know, kind of throwing some things around with this division. Has just because what I said, you know, you're looking at under 10 cars a week. Probably the poorest, well, certainly the poorest car count of any division. Um, Ocala, 
you're pretty strong. You're getting 15 to 18. Right? Well, sometimes at Ocala we get between 10 and 12 to 10 to 15 cars a, a week at Ocala. But, you know, let's be honest, this mini stock class isn't something that fell apart this year. This is something that's fell apart over the last two years. you got guys that are moving out of it. you got guys that... You got guys that, that won't even, you know, they skip the four, from the four cylinder class, they skip right over to mini stock. And, and let's face it, a lot of them skip over because you got just as much into a mini stock car as you can have into a hobby stock car or even a sportsman car. We see a lot of guys going to the sportsman, and it pays a little more. You know, it pays more money. But I, I think this is something that, that didn't downfall this year. I think this, is, this, this class has been on downfall for a couple of years. And, and I think it's, the thing that's going to happen here is. Guys are going to have to regroup. You're going to have to re- you redo something. If you want to stay in the mini stocks, that's fine. But, you know, with the way they're wanting to do it, if they're not wanting to run them every week, you know, you might get a little more vacation time. And, and it's just it's unfortunate, but that's just the state of it. And mini stock drivers, if you're listening, I know a couple that certainly do, chime in on it. Give us your comments. Give us your thoughts on this division throughout the state. And uh, you can do that at Dirt World Show at Yahoo.com. Real simple to do, Dirt World Show at Yahoo.com. It's about 8.47.45. We're going to step back, step away, take a real quick stop. And when we come back, we'll have the dude, Danny Losowski. Your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. Truly the long arm of the law at the movie theater. You and a velvet rope are all that keep the huddled masses from a free flick. Ever vigilant, you boldly demand to see our stub. Getting a little personal, don't you think? Who's the guy in the military-style uniform that would make any third-world dictator proud? Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper, that's who. Salute the general. So crack open a nice cold Bud Light, Stuff Master, because you really tear it up. Mr. Movie Theater Ticket Ripper Upper. Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. No matter what, get out and see some dirt racing. Get some dirt on your face. Get some dirt on your dog. Yeah, dirt on your dog. Absolutely. With Billy the Kid, my name is Joe Dirt. Dirt World on RealRacingUSA.com.
Welcome back to this edition of Dirt World. Take it away, Joe. Thank you so much, Jack Smith, and thank you, everybody, on board tonight on RealRacingUSA.com. Once again, it is Dirt World, and we are certainly glad to be on board with you. With Billy the Kid, I am Joe Dirt, and as promised, on the line with us right now, the four-time Knoxville Nationals champion, checking in from Dover, Missouri, the driver of the Arctic Cat number 33. He's got 11 victories in 2008, and tonight he is with us on Dirt World. Danny Losofsky, how are you, sir? Great, man. Thank you very much for having us on your show. It's uh, it's a great to uh, be here, and hope uh, everything's going well for you guys. Danny, yeah, we're having a great time. This program airs, on, obviously, on Wednesday nights, and uh, uh, we cover dirt racing. I mean, we do another program on Monday nights, and we kind of, uh, you know, travel throughout the whole world of motorsports, but it's really neat to concentrate on dirt. And Man, we've had some great talent on, on the program. This is our sixth installment in 2008, and... Uh, Man, I mean, you are—you're making it easy for us when we're able to get talent like you on the program. Once again, thank you. Well, again, thanks for having us on, Danny. It's been a pretty good 2008. Just taking a look at the website, and of course, you know, we keep an eye on your progress. Uh, seem to have kind of a connection with you. You always uh, treat everybody very well at Volusia Speedway Park, where Billy and I have been for several years. It's always a pleasure to to, to watch you perform well out there. Uh, you raced at uh, Putnam when Billy was uh, working up there a little bit, so kind of feel like we have a connection with you and. Uh, it's been a good season. There is no doubt about it. You've nailed some some very good sponsorship, and uh, and you just again. I mean, this is status quo for Danny Losowski's success. Well, it's been a definitely a difficult uh, different season for us. You know, we did secure a sponsorship from Marty Cat to run the Knoxville Nationals. Hopefully, that rolls over to for 2009. Uh, it's yet to be seen. Uh, we just hope we did a great job for him on and off the racetrack. Uh, and again, I just uh, want to thank those guys for being aboard. And we'll just see what the rest of 2008 holds for us. I hope maybe I can run the Articat car again in Charlotte, but we'll just see. Danny, talk about, uh, you know, you, you've, you've had some, some great relationships in your sprint car career, and now you kind of find yourself, you know, having to, you know, kind of um, maintain your own team. Is, is it less of a, is it more of a relief or a little bit more stress than, say, driving for somebody else? Well, it's, if we, if it was, in the perfect world, it would be that I had my own team with a great sponsor like Articat. But uh, the stressful part is not having a secure sponsor and having to do it out of your pocket. That's where the stress comes in, and um, we'll just have to see what 2009 holds. But you're Danny Lasowski. I mean, these guys should be lining up, saying, "No, I want to give him my money. I want to give him my money." But that's the perfect world you talk about. Well, again, um, everything happened so fast for us. You know, I was driving the Beef Packers car until December. And you, as you well know, everyone sets their budgets through September and October. So we're sure. hoping that everything works out for us, and we'll be back in 2009 bigger and better and stronger. People don't understand that uh, if you weren't at the Dirt Car Nationals this year, Danny Lasowski picked up a World of Outlaw win in a car that belonged to him with, with basically no sponsorship on it, uh, basically the smallest trailer in there. So I think what, 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 what people are trying to realize here is when they say it's the dude, Lasowski, Danny, we've seen you do it with every everything, man. We've seen you do it, like you said, out of your pocket. We saw you do it with a big sponsorship. So, you know, it, people got to understand, too, with the economy the way it is, it, it, it seems like it could be tough out there as well. It is really tough right, to get secure sponsorship. But if you do a great job for them, you know, there, there is companies out there that are willing to help. And, again, uh, we showed up in Bullshit County with no sponsorship, and we had uh, the same race car. Yeah, and we had the same race car, but we had one-time shot with Articat and Knoxville Nash. We put it on the front row and run four. So go ahead. Go ahead. What I want you to say is we put it on them, son. Go ahead. And <laughs> I want you to go ahead and say it. It's okay. Uh, we yeah, we put it on the front row. We just didn't seal the deal on Saturday night, but we were in the top uh, top five, and I'm um, real happy for you know. Basically, it's just like exactly. So you can't race the trailer. We had the littlest rig there, but we had the biggest heart. 
Yes, you did. There is no doubt. Danny, uh, of course, uh, things going obviously pretty good for you, there's no doubt. But talk about the state of sprint car racing. And everybody that we have on the program, whether it is the World of Outlaws sprint car driver, uh, World of Outlaws late models, Lucas, or anybody, uh, you know, you've got choices out there, but it still appears and after all the dust has settled, no pun intended, the world of outlaws is the way to go right now in sprint car racing. I mean, would you agree? Uh, I would agree. I've been all over the country from Knoxville, Iowa, to Williamsburg, Pennsylvania, to Washington, and every race we go to, it's jam-packed people. And uh, if you want to see the best of the best, that's where you go. Um, when you roll in there, you're going to race them. And, and I think that's what people want to see, good, close competition. You don't see a a bunch of people running over each other, but you see is good close racing, and that's uh, what people pay their money to see. As well as the best drivers in the world. Correct. There's no doubt. And, and Danny, of course, you've uh, you, you, you've done your time in, of course, the if I'm not mistaken, you did race on IROC in the IROC series, correct? That's correct. Yeah, very well. And, you know, you're very successful in the sprint car ranks. This is no doubt your career. Uh, and a man of advancing years, I mean, I mean quite frankly, this is obviously where you plan on being for the rest of your, your motorsports career. Uh, I love sprint car racing, and yes, um, that's, that's where I'd love to stay. And, again, if we can secure a sponsorship, uh, that would be our, uh, our next destiny. Very well. Billy? Well, you know, securing a sponsorship, I think, uh, with the run, I mean, I think, you was, I think you finished fifth at the Knoxville Nationals, right? Fourth. Fourth, fourth, fourth at the Knoxville Nationals. And the first, first time out in the car, I had, I had a buddy there, and that's what I said to him. Go down to that Arctic Cat trailer and give me a T-shirt. <laughs> Did he get you one? No, he said he went down and everybody was closed up so they could watch the race. Yeah, you know, and the, but he, he when he called me up and told me you're not going to believe this, I was like, man, oh man. And then when you was on the front, I believe you started on the front row there. He called me up that night, said this is the front row for the thing. I was sitting in the tower and I was just waiting for the phone to ring and hoping he say that, that that you had won your your fifth Knoxville Nationals. But you know, even your first time out with the team, I mean, even though it's your team. Articat as a sponsor and finishing fourth at one of the biggest, or if not the biggest, sprint car race in the country. I'm sure that somebody's taking note, and, and I really hope Articat sticks, sticks with you. And, and if they do, I'm sure you could bring them a championship like you have before. So, you know, dude, there's one thing that people have to realize that in sprint car racing is, is like everything else. It's not cheap. It's not something that you could do. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some people could do it out of their pocket. I'm not saying you can't, that you can. I've seen you do it at the beginning of the year. But I, what I'm saying is people don't understand. It takes a lot to get this thing going. Because I think the schedule is like 80 races or 60 races. It's 80. Yeah, it 80. Really is. And it, takes, it takes a lot of money. But okay. um, we hope someone's out there listening and maybe we'll put a team together for next year. You know, there's nothing wrong with that. Let me ask you a question. We, we, I've just now got into this Knoxville National deal because my friend goes every year now. And I mean, tell me what it's like to win that deal, even though you've won it four times. I mean, tell me what it's like. Um, I never won the Daytona 500. I never won the Indianapolis 500. But I gotta feel it's the same feeling. Um, right. I've yeah, been fortunate enough to win the championships. Been fortunate enough to win, you know, big races. But there's nothing compares to Knoxville Nationals. The way the only way I can describe it is every race you run in your life is a practice, and when in Knoxville Nationals, you've won the best. Yeah, man, Danny, uh, we're taking a look at your website. Very impressive, uh, obviously. Talk about the Michael Ross Memorial Foundation. That is a, a foundation that's very near and dear to me. Uh, Tony and Kathy Ross uh, started out to be sponsors, and they became family to me. Uh, they had a son that died of a rare disease called Tay-Sachs disease, and we decided to. Uh, make a foundation and a charity on his behalf. And uh, we've 
had a golf tournament, I think, uh, 11 years. We've raised over a million dollars, and we built a, a brand-new facility building for uh, the kids up at the Baycliff Bay uh, Camp up in Eshkin Bay, Michigan, and very proud of that. Very cool, man. That is awesome. Denny, you couldn't be where you're at without help from key people, and I, I know you've you know, you've know kind of been yanked around uh, here and there over the last couple of seasons. Nonetheless, you stay uh, pretty true to the people that help you out. you want to talk about them a little bit? Well, there's no, there's no doubt about it. Uh, very, very loyal to the, Tony Ross and American Press Steel. They've been, like I said, they've been sponsors and friends and uh, guys like that. And, and the Articat with Mark Miller, all, all them people have stuck with me. Todd Crease and Crease in Construction, these guys have never veered whatsoever. And uh, very, very proud of Paul Kistler. You know, Paul Kistler was with me when I had uh, Tony Stewart's team, and he knew that I was going on my own and has helped me out uh, on my own. So that I'm, I really want to thank him for that. That is really amazing. Uh, we're wrapping up the 2008 season. Uh, you've got 11 in your hip pocket. Talk about some uh, events that you feel you may have a little bit of an advantage, if anything at all, Danny. That are still well coming. coming up. I'm, I'm, I'm planning, like I said, was planning on if a sponsorship comes through, taking the Articat car to uh, Charlotte. I'm going to drive Jim Nace's uh, car at the Weems Grove Open. We're going to go Pennsylvania. Um, this the rest of the year. Um, <laughs> Hopefully, maybe get back in the Beef Packers car for a couple more races at the end of the year. Yeah, so that relationship's good with uh, the, with uh, Dennis, right? Yeah, really good. Um, he, he actually called me a split company with Shane Stewart, and he actually called me the next day to see what my plans was, and uh, and I told him. So right now, it's just up in the air what he's going to do. See, that's cool, man. That that you, you can that you can tell everybody exactly what the relationship is when something like that happens. You can imagine how word travels through the work area. Oh, my God. And we heard about it in Charlotte. You know, oh, my God, this and that and this and that. And people automatically are thinking negative. But that is not the case. Yeah, that's not the case whatsoever. Right. Uh, You know, it's never good not to. You still there, Dave? Yes. Okay, there you go. I'm sorry about that, man. It's probably on our side having some trouble tonight. But, uh, Danny, I'll tell you, just a, a pleasure to have you on board tonight. Uh, you, you made our program uh, just so much better. And, uh, you know, your time, obviously, very important. Uh, again, uh, your appearance on Dirt World, really appreciated tonight. Uh, hey, I just got a quick question for you, dude. What's that? We've been friends for a long time. And yep. you are my favorite sprint car driver. No I will tell you no lies. <laughs> well, thank you. I've been uh, working at Ocala Speedway on Friday nights as well as the, working at Volusia on Saturday. There's a possibility we may have an all-star race. And I'm not putting you on the spot here, but if we do, the you know, be the week before or three or four days before the uh, the sprint cars hit Volusia for Dirt Car Nationals, would there be a possibility we might see you at that deal? Yes, you might. If they, if they do come to Ocala, um, uh, I will probably be here. Nice. And, of course, uh, we can look forward to seeing you at the Altel Durkar Nationals in February Evolution. Yes, that's for sure. Very well. Man. Danny Lasowski, thank man, you so much. Everybody that's listening, and if Articac's listening, you got a hell of a driver here, and I hope best. everything works out for you, dude. And uh, I'll keep in touch with you, bud, like usual. I'll right. keep in touch with you. Thanks, Thanks, Danny. Thanks very much for having us. Our Thanks, pleasure. man. Danny Lasowski out of Dover, Missouri, four-time Knoxville Nationals uh, I'm not champion. afraid to tell you he is my – you know why he's my favorite? Cause when because you, of that right there. When you walk into his trailer, it doesn't matter what he's doing. He always opens his hands and says, how you doing, how you been? You know, and, and, and I'll tell you a strange thing that people don't understand was a couple years ago when I was working at Putnam, we had a sprint car show the very, at the very end of the season, and I'm driving my truck through the pit area to check out the racetrack, and there he stood. I turned my truck around. I had somebody riding with me, and I said, man, that's, that's the dude. No, it ain't. I said, that's, that's Lasowski. 
So I pulled around the circle, and I, pulled, I rolled down the window. I looked at him. I said, what are you doing? He looks at me and goes, what are you doing? That's when he had his boy there. Yeah, right? he was, uh, his, his, his son was racing, or stepson was racing there, and they were driving one of the, Doug, or one of the Stone Brothers cars yeah, out yeah. of Ocala. But he said, man, this ain't Volusia. I said, no, and this ain't the World of Outlaws. But, <laughs> but yeah. it was a pretty good thing, and uh, we made him the, the, the guest of the night. We did a, did a live, we did an interview with him on the straightaway, and we made him. Uh, I let him drive my truck. That's when I had my Hemi. He was the right. he was the uh, pace truck, truck driver, right. and uh, you know, just a, just a wonderful family, wonderful guy he is. And uh, and to be honest, he's one of the best sprint car drivers. And you know what I mean? Great sponsorship. And you know, like I said early on in the interview, man, you're Danny Lasowski. They should be lining up. And let's face it, if I had the the resources and the capability to be able to, you know, back a driver, I mean, no no crap, it'd be he'll, he'll nail down something. Something will come along, and I'm sure with the performance of finishing fourth at the Knoxville Nationals, which was their first race, you know they got to have the wheels turning on that deal. So, oh, definitely. But, you know, you know, like I said before, the economy isn't bad for just some of us. It's bad for all of us. That's exactly right. The show is good for us, though, that is for sure, and we still got a lot to go. Still to come tonight, Roger Krause and Hollywood Joe Kump. And uh, we are going to step back. It's top of the hour. And when we come back, it's Krause on Dirt World. Dirt World. Bud Light presents Real Men of Genius. Real Men of Genius. Today we salute you, Mr. Dishonest Cable TV hooker-upper. Mr. Dishonest Cable TV hooker-upper. On any given day, somewhere between 9 and 4.30, you arrive ready to bring us the world. And for an extra 20, you'll bring us porn. Hey, you've already got the van and the jumpsuit. Why not get into criminal activity? Just a naughty boy. After all, what are they going to do? Throw you in cable jail? I don't think so. So crack open an ice cold Bud Light manhandler of the Scrambler. Because isn't it about time someone hooked you up? Mr. Desiders, cable TV Bud Light Beer, Anheuser-Busch, St. Louis, Missouri. Carnac.com, your online racing community since 1997. Carnac.com is racing classifieds, racing photos, racing news, lively racing message boards, chat rooms, multimedia, and so much more. And if your race team or racing business needs a website or your website needs a fire lit under it, look no further than Carnac.com. From affordable web hosting to fancy flash animation, Carnac gets it done. You wanted the best, you got him for a breast, often imitated, never duplicated, the greatest show on dirt, the advanced auto parts world of outlaws.
Ryan from the airport with Pink Floyd. Now it's uh, back to Dirt World and uh, Joe Dirt and Billy the Kid. Yeah, very sad uh, week, of course, uh, Jack. We talked earlier the loss of Richard Wright. Billy's too young to realize that. Richard Wright. What position did he play? Well, he was uh, the original Pink Floyd member. Very, very uh, unfortunate as he passed away on Monday. But uh, oh, that sucks. Like I was telling Jack, if there was ever a chance, I get to see Pink Floyd all back together, which you know is uh, unlikely anyway. Now it's definitely gone. Listen, nonetheless, this uh, is a dirt racing radio show, not a musical show. Buddy. Yeah, but it's it's iconic. Okay, whatever. You know, I made bad choices right out of high school myself. Okay. <laughs> And speaking of Dirt World, with us tonight and on Bad the, Choices. Yeah, some real bad choices. <laughs> anyway, I'm in a good position now and uh, sitting with you here. Billy the Kid along with Joe Dirt in out of Plant City, Florida, as promised, the driver of the number 32 uh, late model and modified Roger Krause. Roger, thanks for being with us tonight, buddy. You're welcome. How's everything going there? We are fantastic, and, and we thank you for being with us. Uh, I know your personal time very important. You've committed yourself to... Uh, several different racetracks and series over the 2008 season. But Ocala, Friday night, things paid off for you. Yeah, um, got my fourth win of the year there. Um, haven't raced there many times. It seems like every time the Modifieds race there, it rains out. And they only race there every, every other week anyway. And it hadn't got very many Modified races in throughout the year. Right. Roger, you have uh, you joined us at Volusia for the Scott Thompson Memorial. I think you had the late model out there. Had a bad time. Um, yeah, and it was just kind of a difficult deal. And, and this weekend, up in uh, Golden Isles in Brunswick, uh, what happened up there? Uh, it's a new car, and it's really actually the first time we ran it on dirt. We ran it at Waycross, which is pretty much pavement in Charlotte County. That was the first two races, and then Saturday was the first dirt race. And um, we got a little little bit of bugs to work out of it. And this uh, birdcage on the left rear kept flipping over and bending the bottom bar, and just... Um, Things we gotta uh, get worked out of it. <clears throat> so Friday night was a big win for you in the modified race. We had 23 mods, and a lot of guys are getting their stuff shaken down for two weeks for the fall brawl, 1500 to win. You know, we, I was talking to Matthews this afternoon, and, and he's right. And we're probably gonna have close to 30 to 40 cars, but I mean, with four wins already at Ocala, you got to be one of the favorites to pick this deal up in two weeks. Yeah, um, of all the races that we ran, me and Matthews is the only two that's won a race, and. Uh, I know there's going to be um, a lot of cars coming out to beat one of us two cars. And, uh, Barber's going to be tough. John Bradley uh, going to have Devin Dixon come in there. John um, Bradley's been pretty tough there all year. I think he he was like second or third this past week, and something happened to Matthew's car. He told me the linkage broke or something came off. Or, but man, that was a he was on a good roll. You and him together. I mean, it was it was unbelievable. Yeah, we got a. Um, it's pretty fun to race with Matthews. It's, it's pretty fun to race with there at Ocala. It's relaxing. I mean, there's no tense moments ever, and it's always fun to go there. I've, I've committed to go there every Friday night with the Modifieds race, when they race, and um, race for the Ken Kenny series from the late model. I'm going to go to East Bay this Saturday and get ready for next Saturday's Ken Kenny race at East Bay. <laughs> Roger, you know, a lot of people know you as the late model and certainly the modified driver, but... Uh... You know, talk about where you started. I think that most of your early career on dirt was at East Bay, right? All, all, yeah, most, my whole, all my racing career was been East Bay until in the recent years. But yeah, I won over 150 races in the limited late model slash Thundercar division. Had a good time. I until last year, I, I even uh, finished second in points there. Wow. In 2006, I believe, in limited late models. Probably, I have, 
That's an easy class. I love that class. If I ever, <laughs> yes. if I ever can't afford a late model, I'll probably go back to that class. <laughs> so I would say with 150 wins there and all the success you've had there, you know when to turn left down there, I guess. Yeah, you turn left, turn right. You mean turn right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Oh, man. Well, uh, Roger, I, you know, it, it's always a pleasure to watch it. Roger, you know, you are considered certainly a veteran in Florida racing on dirt. And uh, with Ocala going dirt and, of course, uh, Volusia adding the modifieds, uh, even though you don't really, you know, you don't race with us that often over at Volusia, but uh, North Florida having the success that they're having, this has indeed helped uh, the state of modified racing in, in Florida, you'd have to agree. Yes, uh, I love racing all these racetracks with my modified. I wish uh, East Bay would come around and do what everybody does, but East Bay has their own rules, and you just can't can't afford to build all kinds of different motors and and, and race at East Bay. I mean, you, you build the motor to race the Nationals, then then for the rest of the year you can't race there no more. So they're isolating themselves for the most yeah, part. Yeah, so I just travel around with my modified and race everywhere I can because my motor's not legal for East Bay. I'm going to Lake City for the Gobbler or whatever it is in Thanksgiving weekend. Going, right. to Lake, going to Lake City, excuse me. Yeah. Going to take my late model in and modify there. Well, you've had a, you've had success over the year. You won four times at Ocala, and you did win our uh, our Summer Silver Thousand win at o, at Volusia, I believe, in that month. Absolutely. Yes, I did. First time it. That was like that was a race. That took like four four weeks. Yeah, back-to-back nights. I won that night before at Ocala, and then I went to Volusia and won that day. And then, right. um, you won the opener at Ocala, so it was 1,500 wins. Yes. And then I also I went back to Volusia and almost won the second time, but i come within a half a car length of Barber from Lake City. Right. Roger, you've uh, really got a good taste of what it's like to travel here this season, and certainly it's not cheap, uh, you know, uh, whether it is the modified or the late model. But what would your opinion or... Give us your input and thoughts on perhaps a dual combination modified and late model touring series that would race in conjunction with each other uh, everywhere they go. A guy like you would certainly have interest in that, uh, having owning two of those race cars. Yes, I would definitely be there with both cars every time they did that. Hopefully it's, um, I don't know, hope they stay close to within Florida maybe to do that kind of series. I don't know if going to George is worth it. Uh, depends on what they pay. Um, I'm sure I'll go if it pays good. Uh, it's, it costs a lot of money. It costs um, uh, five, four or $500. I think it was $450 to go to Brunswick and back this weekend just in fuel. And then um, now, you, now you look around and a lot of gas stations are closed, don't have fuel. So yeah. I don't know what's going on with that. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Well, Roger, of course, you can't do it all yourself. I mean, obviously, you do a lot, but talk about some sponsors and the people you got on board this year helping you pay them bills. Yeah, we've got Coastal Trucking and Mid-Florida Tree Service, Ace Welding, and um, United Equipment, and Bruce's Signs helping us. And um, Ken Kenny's helped me a lot on my modified uh, throughout the year. He helped me buy he bought me fuel and tires at the Nationals in February. and Just different people help along the way. And also my crew, Billy and Charlie and Alex, and my family, Karen and Carly, put up with me all the time. And just It's a lot because I'm never here. It is a lot to put up with you. I have to put up with you sometimes on Friday. <laughs> I try to be nice. I'm not as bad as I used to be in my younger days. I, I know what it's like to crash, and I know what, it's, I know what you got to <laughs> do to fix the car. and. I try not to crash, and I try not to. I try to just keep my car out of trouble, and 
because it just it's just not worth it. It's not worth the hassle. It's not worth what a lot of drivers went through Friday night at Ocala, I can tell you that. Right. Yeah, well said. Well said. Roger, it was a, certainly a pleasure having you on board here tonight. Billy, what else are you going to beat him up on? Uh, good luck this Friday and good luck on Saturday, man, and uh, we'll see you at the racetrack. I'll see you there. All right. Roger Krause out of Plant City, Florida, the Coastal Trucking, Mid-Florida Tree Service, number 32, modified and late model. He's got to have a little bit of money. Roger, I think Roger's, people understand Roger's been around a long time. He's been doing the racing for a long time. How old time. is he? Um, Would you I, guess? I couldn't put age on him. I mean, he's, he's, he's like I said, he's been a, he's like, if he's won 150 race at East Bay, that tells you he's got experience and he's good wherever he goes. When they see him truck, his truck pull in with that black trailer, they know trouble's in the area. Not trouble as in physical trouble, as in <laughs> trouble on the racetrack. Because that thing goes and he's a good wheel man. You know, you you look back and there's a lot of good modified drivers that's come out of East Bay. You know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there have. Yes, so there are. You got him and you got Matthews pretty much traveled together. And these two guys can run side by side for 30 laps. Yeah. And Not never touch. touch each other. That's exactly And right. the worst part about it is you never know who's going to win. Right. They can swap the lead 30 times. They can swap it 30 times in 30 laps. You yeah. don't know. But, you know, you know what I'm saying with that deal is to, to race down there to get experience. And you got to understand if these guys race there during the, their, during what they call their winter nationals against the best in the country, and these guys are consistently in the top five there, what's that tell you? You got a hundred modifieds in the pit area, and they're running the top five. It ain't. It, it's got a lot to do with they've been there before. Yeah. But let's face it: how many of our guys do we see running the top five at Volusia when their car nationals come? This is what I'm saying to you. So. I hear you. I hear you. Well, we have got one final guest to go here tonight. It's almost quarter past the hour. We are going to step back, and when we come back, we will have the winner of Saturday night's late model feature event at Volusia Speedway Park out of Lake Helen, Florida, Joe Kump on Dirt World. Jumping Joe.
Welcome back to Dirt World. Joe Dirt, Billy the Kid. Welcome back, everybody, and really appreciate it, Jack Smith, and everybody on RealRacingUSA.com. We're certainly glad you're with us. It's just been a wonderful program so far. We thank the dude, Danny Lasoski, of course, Roger Krause on the line, and, of course, uh, with Billy the Kid, I am Joe Dirt, here to wrap up the program with you. With us here tonight, picking up his uh, another win, I'll say, in uh, 2008 uh, from Lake Helen, Florida. He drives the J-17. This, of course, is the Auto Clinic of Stewart-sponsored machine. Joe Kump out of Lake Helen. Joe, thank you for being with us, buddy. Thanks a lot. Joe, you raced with us at Volusia Speedway Park for the past, I would guess, 10 years or so, making that, uh, that arduous trip from South Florida. Every uh, Saturday. Yeah, almost four hours one way. Every Saturday night. You move to Lake Helen. You stopped racing for about six months. You show up and win a race. What's up with that? Uh, well, it just <laughs> took us some time to move up here and had to get my head right and uh, get my program back together and and uh, go back to what I enjoy doing, racing. And, Joe, I, I noticed, you know, I'm really trying to keep in tune with the sponsors on these race cars. You're bringing guys from South Florida still, uh, and you still are developed a, a strong enough relationship. How important are these guys to you that you've had on the car down south? They're still on the race car. Uh, they're real important. My uh, my partner Marty Sands from the Auto Clinic. He's support, he's supported me all year and has been for the last seven years. And uh, I got six pest control out of Fort Pierce. He's still with me. Comes up about twice twice a month. And I have uh, Thunder Two from uh, Orange Orange City that helps me with the oil products. Yeah, uh, Tom Tipton uh, really pushing that product. And I saw that they're on the side of that race car. So you've got a good relationship going with them. That's pretty cool. Yes. They're, they're good people to deal with. No doubt about it. Well, Joe, let's talk about this win. I mean, as always, I mean, they don't give them away, and you're always good for a handful of victories at Volusia. And, uh, I mean, you're one of the opponents out there that, uh, you know, the, the competition cringes when they, they see you hook up like that. This racetrack, it appeared to me, really, it just really came into you and suited your driving style is what it looked like to me, buddy. Well, you know, we started in eighth position, and we ran them first ten laps for the caution, and I'd been running behind Shugert, and the caution came out, and when we did the double foul re, uh, restart there, I realized I was still in eighth position. I had to do something, and I think at that time there, the top had come back around, and um, my car works a lot better on the top side than it does on the bottom side, and uh, it just it just took off from there. We're talking to Joe Cump tonight out of Lake Helen, Florida, if you'd like to chime in on our email we've got it up for you and uh, you can ask joe Cump a question while we've got him on the line tonight at dirt world show at yahoo.com once again folks that's dirt world show at yahoo.com just, joe to, Kump on the line. just to chime in for a minute a lot of people don't you know a lot of people know joe Cump, and he just moved here this year from from hollywood florida but joe Cump stepped up this year at the pal memorial and put james powell in his car and uh i think uh, it's now Probably people, probably people are sitting at home going, oh, this is the same guy. This is that guy. <laughs> so, so, so talk about that deal a little bit, man. I mean, I mean, this this was a deal that James Powell, we run the Powell Memorial Ocala. He doesn't have a ride, and next thing you know, his name's on the bottom of the J-17 for the Powell Memorial. What a great thing you've done there, man. Well, it all started years ago. Um, I was I was racing at his track when he owned Ocala on Friday nights, and uh, he knew how far of a tow we had, and, and uh, he was – Really, the only promoter that really ever threw me any money just to get there. Right. And James treated everybody the same way, whether he was racing or a promoter or just walking by you or whatever. And I just always had a lot of respect for him because he's always the same. And, you know, the fact that he, you know, he tried to help out certain people. 
and the opportunity opportunity came up through Ivident Lloyd, and we were struggling a little bit, and we thought, who better than putting a car than James Powell? And I'll tell you, a lot of people never knew that right there, Joe. That is pretty awesome. Right. Sometimes, uh, you know, reactions from other people go a long way, and, and uh, James and I, we don't talk all the time. We talk once in a while, but uh, I always remember the things he did for me when I was first starting racing. And no doubt about it. Well, speaking of starting racing, Joe, I mean, I personally have only known you as Joe Kump, the late model driver. Obviously, you've got more under your belt than that. Talk about when this all started, man. Uh, I started racing go-karts back in, say, 1982, 1983. And actually, the last time I raced was when they ran the WKA Nationals at Volusia Speedway Park. Okay. And from there, we ran a sportsman car out of East Bay for two or three years. And then we started following in the National Late Mall Sportsman Series. Okay. And we did that for several years with... Uh, both, both promoters and Ray Miller. Right. And um, then we kind of stayed at home for a little while here and there, and we try to, we try to travel as much as we can. Gotcha. I know one man that uh, always appreciated your appearance at Volusia, and that's Dick Murphy. I mean, I've heard him more than once, Joe, talk about, uh, and, and again, not a very complimentary guy, and that's well known, but uh, he, all I can tell you is I, I've heard him personally. He definitely appreciated you coming to his racetrack, buddy. But me and Dick, we uh, we had a relationship because we were. Tuck Turner was driving his car for a while there, and we were both traveling around, you know, Georgia, Alabama, Florida, and we were we were all racing together, staying in hotels together, going out to eat together, and uh, you know, I have a you know great respect for Dick Murphy. Track all the time. Wow, you know, you're giving us a great insight, Joe, on your your career and just exactly what you've been involved with and what you've been through and. Uh, I think that's pretty neat, man. I really appreciate that. Yeah, thanks. Thanks for asking. Yeah, there is no doubt about it. Well, Joe, you know, we talked in, speaking of going out to eat, we met at the IHOP a couple of weeks ago. We happened to be in there that late night and that early morning, rather. And, uh, you know, you, you're, you're a great guy to talk to. But, you know, a lot of people I don't think realize just exactly the knowledge that you have of dirt track racing. You talked about the surface itself. You would agree. I mean, we've struggled out there in 2008 with that half mile. Yes, you have. Yeah, and, and now, I mean, a lot of that has been weather, uh, equipment, but, uh, you know, you're, you're somebody that they would definitely, you know, take into consideration on, you know, maybe some input. What would you do to that racetrack right now? Um, I, I would think, I, the best thing I could suggest is to find a little bit more consistency in the track. I don't know if they're grading it differently every weekend, but one weekend it's really good, and then some weekends it's pretty good, but it's got the ruts down here in one and two. And then the following weekend, you come back, and it's, it's really holy. And then the weekend, you come back, and it's dry slick, and then it, it, it gets abrasive. I, I don't know if that's from not being consistent on the grading or more with the weather. Um, that, some of those things I couldn't answer. Do you think maybe it could fall back to some that the, uh, that the surface is broken down some? There's a lot more sand in it than usual. But, you know, maybe that stuff, I mean, that stuff's a couple, three years old now. You know what I mean? So, uh, you know, maybe it's broken down. You think that could be the key or? Uh, that that's a good possibility because you can tell when the, when they dig the dirt back up and they bring dirt back up on a track, right? Because that top layer will disappear right away, right? Real and fast. Then you're back down to being on an abrasive track again. Wow. Well, Joe, yeah, I'll tell you, there's 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 nobody more experienced out at that racetrack. I mean, uh, that's coming from me, but um, obviously you're committed to us, and you've traveled to a lot of different racetracks. And quite frankly, where you live now in Volusia County. You have access to 
you know, a handful of racetracks, certainly within your driving distance. You're not scared to drive oh, yeah. a little bit. But Volusia's your home. I mean, and I think that's pretty cool. Yeah, it always has been. I hope it will be for a while. Yep. Things are going good out there. Uh, Joe, would you perhaps be interested or participate if it ever uh, arose for maybe, you know, speed weeks? We run 9 to 11, maybe sometimes even 13 straight nights, super late models. Maybe a limited late model deal. Would you engage in that? Absolutely. I think I think we need to do it out there. Yeah, and Just for the guys to support the track all year long, and, and they know they'd have the car count there. And the, the competition at that track is, is probably best anywhere. I mean, on, on any given night, it, it's, a, it's a challenge to go out there and run in the top five. And it doesn't matter if it's a big show or a weekly show. And I, so I think you would have the, the car count there and the competition there. That's what's something. The, go ahead, Bill. What's on your schedule for the rest of the year? This week is the last points race at Volusia. What, what do you, you got anything else planned? Or will you hit the showdown at the Golden Isles? Or? I'm probably going to plan on going to the showdown at Golden Isles, and I'm probably going to hit a handful more races at Ocala Speedway. Right. And go from there. Speaking of Ocala Speedway, what do you, what do you think about the surface there at Ocala? It's, that, that turned out to be a pretty good deal, but they're doing a thing this year. Yeah, it has been, and it's, it's a it's, some people have really got it figured out, and, and, and I, I don't. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Uh, doesn't mean I'm not going back. It's just, uh, you know, it's it's. It's, I'm glad it's back on. I'm glad it's back to dirt, and I'm, and uh, Mike's doing everything he can to make it good for the racers, and uh, I think he'll. I think he'll have success there. Well, Joe, great insight on uh, your thoughts in dirt racing here in Central Florida, and of course your history. We thank you so much for being on board with us tonight. Uh, Saturday night we wrap up the season finale. You've never, to me, been a points racer, but uh, you're always good for some exciting runs out there, and we thank you for that, man. And I and I thank you guys' support. It's definitely a pleasure. Joe Com, folks, at a Lake Helen, Florida. Right across the, the backyard here, That's Joe exactly right. I'm going to throw a, a rock, Joe, so if it hits your window, you know, don't don't be scared. Okay. <laughs> Thank you, Joe. All right. See you. All, All right, buddy. Oh, you got it. Joe Com, folks, uh, the Sticks Pest Control Auto Clinic of Stewart, J17, and I failed to ask Joe uh, about the uh, power plant and the, and the chassis on that thing, Billy. Leave it to me. Yeah. Well, you know, Joe Comp has been around a long time. He's, he's one of the ones that you could see every week, and he used to make that long haul, like I said, from Hollywood. Every week he'd make that long haul. And now with him living right here, and like he said, Volusia's, Volusia, even when he lived in Hollywood, Volusia was still his home track. And, you know, it, it's good to have a guy out there like Joe Compass. You know, we missed him when he wasn't there. He took a little time off, like he said, to get moved. And, and now he's moved. He's, he's, he's right here. And I've seen him at Ocala a few times this year, and, and, and he's been every week he progressively gets better and better at Ocala. So, I think, you know, I think what he what he's saying about they got it figured out and he don't, don't let him fool you. I think he's right around the corner there. And Joe Cup is indeed still listening to the program. And uh, our good friend Denise just wanted to tell Joe congratulations again on that win Saturday night. Randy and Denise, uh, the people that ate with him at IHOP this past Saturday night after the races. So uh, he does like his IHOP, and he told me he'd see me there. But Randy and Denise, uh, really appreciate you guys checking in on uh, Dirt World tonight. That means a lot to us, and that tells us the email still works. We've had a lot of people don't understand. We've we've had a huge show every week, and you know, as we said at the beginning of the program, we continue to try to bring in with the names and you know the Donnie Shots is now the now the Lasowskis, the McCreedys, the Bloomers, the Jimmy Owens, Shane Clan, World One Hundred winner. We've had them all, but like we said in the beginning, we don't want to give up on the local driver. We want the local driver. We just want to get the thing rolling. We want to have the local drivers on, and and what we want you to do is uh, Dirt World Show at Yahoo dot com. Email us your uh, profile. 
all we want you to do is email your profile, and we'll cover it. If we can't get in touch with you, have you on the show. But, you know, it's it's one of the things where Dirt World is going. Denise is probably the best PR lady in the business when it comes to promoting her husband. Yeah. So there is no excuse, Denise. You know the email. So definitely give us all the information I, I, about honest, Randy, and he will be our driver of the week. To, to be honest with you, I'm, I'm shocked. I mean, we really don't have a driver. We just have a driver spotlight deal. Spotlight, that's right. I, I think, the, to be honest with you, I'm kind of I'm kind of shocked that the extreme team hasn't sent one in already. I know it. <laughs> dedicated listeners. What did he want? tell me Saturday night? 19 wins in a row? Is, is, no. We have ran 19 times. I'm not How sure. How many times? But he's got some ungodly number. Maybe he starts at the back every week. I mean, he's, he's got it hooked up over there. I mean, Keith Briggs has been on a on a well of a run. Well, he really has. Yeah, I mean, they're good people over there. So. Hey, uh, Joe and Billy. Yes, sir. You, you guys, uh, you, you know, if you go to your your website at dirtworldracing uh, dot com too, people can actually see what you guys look like now. You know, I know that. <laughs> Billy is one ugly dog, ain't he? They, that good they don't Lord, want to see I that. saw that picture, man. Happy headed. 